Hey everybody, welcome back for another edition of the Club Cool Podcast. I'm your host, Barrett Dudley, here in the Wash Media Studios, brought to you by Washed Media. Joined again, delighted for his return by the one, the only. It's Mr. Phil Battaglia. Hi, Phil, hi. what's going on? What up? Not too much, man. Just uh just a couple of half vaxxed bros hanging out in a in a in a small room together, feeling pretty good about feeling it. Feeling good. <laughs> um no, the, seriously, it's our it's our biggest cop of 2021 so far, <laughs> and um, a- after after much thought, after you know you know I like to investigate brands, like to think about my options. Next year, I think I'm going J and J. Ooh, yeah, yeah. You know, you have to. I can tell you this right now. Next year, I won't <laughs> be doing two shots. Right. I don't. I, I feel like the two. Sh- I feel like they're probably going to phase that out yeah. anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Uh-huh. As as surely, but like next year, I think that that the illness in general will be less of like like it won't be as as damaging it won't yeah. be as severe more people will have the antibodies our bodies will start adapting more and i think we can just kind of cull the these first two which were which did come at warp speed but came with you know needing to be like freezing cold and two shots and spaced way apart and j and j they got that thing figured out it's you know not quite the same or ef- do they efficacy they had some, some some issues in the news recently is that right j and j did bad batch Bad bat. Oh, right. They yeah, yeah, they yeah, they had to they had to toss. Mm-hmm. What was it like? Fourteen million doses or something a like lot. that. A lot of doses. Well, I saw a stat that this was from a couple weeks ago that a hundred million people had had the jab. We're all we're all saying jab now. By the way, have okay. you heard this word? No, you have not. But seen I'm this? sick of watching the jab over and over and <laughs> over again on the news. Can't they show something else? Jab is apparently like it's a that's a word. I think it might maybe it's the Europeans might use it more. But mm-hmm. I, the the number of times that I've seen the word jab over the last couple of weeks, it's like you know just an exponential increase from from two months ago. So uh, you're in on jab. So I'm in on jab. Right. Yeah, but I want one. I want one jab, not two jabs. Anyway, we we had we had given out a hundred million jabs here in the states. Forty million jabs have gone to waste. Due to what? Just nobody taking them. Yeah, leftovers, failed appointments, um hmm. just just not having a system or enough people or enough uh infrastructure to 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 get those out basically. Yeah. Uh which is uh you know, mildly upsetting. But it is what it is. Mm-hmm. Um hopefully these double mutant variants don't <laughs> don't come and and get us all, but anyway, yeah, just uh you know, I think I'm going J&J next year. That's what I'm looking to Okay. Yeah. I ran into and I'm but I'm 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 canceling AstraZeneca. No AstraZeneca no, for me. No, no, no. Definitely don't want that. One. Red flags. <laughs> ran into former TFM writer now with the Chive Boosh. Ah, at Tom's recently. The mighty Boosh. He uh, made a great comment. He said that he went with. He felt like the Pfizer vaccine was more of like a high end option. Uh huh. Uh huh. So that's what he decided. He was. <laughs> going with the higher end and then moderna was kind of like i i mean be, cheaper way the, because of the timelines i i understand that sentiment mm-hmm. that pfizer it's pfizer is quicker so it's the double shot but you get the second dose faster yeah and then your waiting period after you get second dose for to have you know your full suit of armor basically <laughs> is only one week as opposed to to two i believe uh-huh. so all in all it, it, it chops two weeks off and that's yeah. That does make it for feel far more um, luxurious. See, Ashley went Moderna because she was 
a teacher and that was the first wave. Yeah. I'm going Pfizer, so that's a good case study for like years down the road when we both develop. <laughs> when you both become I am legend zombies. Exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Which one? Which one? Which did one? What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and you you guys are you guys are 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 you have you've got a lot of constants. Uh-huh. You're living in the same place, exactly. Eating the, eating the same food, right. like the whole thing. It's so a there, great. Case there aren't a bunch of variables, right? Here, yeah. So. I'm just. We'll, I, we'll I love put you that. Down. We'll get you in this. We'll get you in the uh, Library of Congress. Maybe the Smithsonian too. I need to get on that that Q documentary. I just don't have HBO Max. Um. Yeah, I finished it last night actually. And you could talk about jab jab that straight into my veins. <laughs> I love Q. Love them. Do you? Okay. So, <laughs> you love you love Q. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> it is uh, it's just i mean it's it's endless entertainment it's, it's utterly terrifying it's great is what it is but um you definitely need to watch that oh i will do you in in your in your just q reading and research have you ever come across like who people think q is no okay well, what it wasn't trump <laughs> no, apparently not no also likely do they they allude to this in the documentary oh they basically it, don't tell me. I'm not going to tell you. But yes, they have they have an answer. Okay, good. It, it gives you an answer. And they assume that this person is the one that was originally tweeting from that handle or contributing to Reddit or whatever the fuck it was, 4chan? A- a- 8chan. 4chan 8- originally, then 8chan. <laughs> well, I'll say this. I, and this is not – this is not, this is a – can I give you a minor spoiler? Yeah. There is a point in time where the tone and the style of writing shifts – from Q's style of writing and his tone. From that point forward is when they believe they know who who Q is, who's been behind it. Love it. it the prior to that, who mm-hmm. was the original one making the posts? Mm-hmm. Could be the same person, but unclear. Also could have been an, a different original person doing the the drops, if you will. So it wasn't the guy in the cute little horn fur outfit. That stormed the Capitol. It was not him, but he pops up in the documentary like well before the the uh-huh. the Capitol insurgency happened, and um, it's pretty wild because you're like you're doing the Leonardo DiCaprio meme where you're like, <laughs> oh my god, that guy, it's that guy. Hey, it's him. It's the shaman. It's the Q shaman. So it, but yeah, really, definitely worth watching. It's 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 wild. It's a well done documentary. It's it's oh, it's cool. Man, I, I would, I I would binge that. Oh yeah, only six apps, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm in. So, oh man, what do we got today? Uh, I want to talk. There is a there, there's a there's a performance brand that I want to talk about today, mm-hmm. and and I'm going to use that to segue into talk about another performance brand. Um, unfortunately, I was supposed to have a delivery of a pair of these shoes arrive by 10:30 a.m. this morning. Not there yet. Guess what? Didn't happen. Um, which which brings me to my first question. One of the things that the pandemic Hath wrought is uh, is is just a a total cluster catastrophe of shipping, logistics, delivery, all of that. Prior to the pandy, we were we were upset if we weren't getting things in two days. Yeah, if something comes UPS ground, okay, fine, three, but it better be there in three. And if not, I'm writing a strongly worded email <laughs> to the place where I bought it from, being like, "Hey, uh... bruh, what's up?" With my, you know, where's, where's my stuff? Where's my stuff, man? Amazon, like, 
treated us. They they spoiled us with their one day delivery, and that's that's all over. It's it's seemingly all over. USPS is an absolute mess. Stuff just gets stuck at, at which whichever hub for days on end at, at times. Sometimes you know you'll see the roundabout where it's like coming from New York, coming down to Texas, and for some reason it ends up in like LA for a day, and then it's like back in Arkansas, and then down to like it, it's it's just a, it's a disaster. Uh, and uh, you know distribution centers are backed up. All of the all of the you know the companies are are having issues. I, I never get anything when it says it's going to come anymore. Like, like with the time timing wise, basically. Oh, right. Sometimes it'll come on the appropriate day on the right day, but never at the right time. Mm-hmm. And I'm just wondering, like, is this a, you know, is this kind of a course correction? Do you think that we're just course correcting? Do you think it was too good? They were spending too much money and burning too much gas. No. For, for, for de- the delivery to be that good. It'll get better. You think it, you think it'll with, that's all rebounds? they care about. That's, that's like half their marketing is like, about the delivery process now, Amazon's touting they're going to be by twenty forty. I think like zero twenty forty. I don't care about twenty forty net carbon. <laughs> what what There's I want to be what ha- Yes, what happened to the drones? They touted these drones. Look, I, I, Amazon is kind of the big bad. I, I don't know really which way to feel about them. I don't think they're great, but I don't think they're you know the root of all evil either, right? Like I'm I'm somewhere in the middle. Mm-hmm. But what I would very much champion. Is Amazon is the only one that seems to have figured and regained, figured out and regained their footing on this whole shipping thing. You know, they don't even they they've got their entire system and they've got their own trucks now. Like everything that comes from Amazon, pretty much is being thrown onto your yard out of a big blue and gray truck, right? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like that. What can Amazon? Can we just make them the de facto USPS? Right. Like, let's just replace U- UPS, FedEx, and USPS all with Amazon. Mm-hmm. Just let them do that. They seem to have they seem to have it all figured out. Plus, they were promising us drones like three years ago. What happened to the drones? You got to think those are around the corner. Ew, I don't want the drones. Think about those things buzzing around all day. <laughs> you know, I get kind of like caught off guard when a helicopter buzzes. Uh-huh, over. Yeah, yeah. I watch, like a little kid. Yeah, but. Think about hundreds of drones just constantly buzzing overhead. <laughs> you don't want to be one step closer to the singularity? No. I'm all right. <laughs> um, okay. Well, so no drones for you. No drones for me. I, I would. What could they do anyway? They can't carry that much. I think they can. And if they can, think about if one of those loads gets dropped uh, on 360 <laughs> refrigerator out of the sky on top of your car. <laughs> Huh? Yeah, yeah. Well, they'll, 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 they'll that's just a price you pay. They have to stay off the freeways. Oh, I'm okay. Pretty sure. No flying over freeways. <laughs> <laughs> the most efficient routes. They have to avoid those. Yeah. Uh huh. Okay. Yeah. They all all back roads. They have to. They have to. Circ- <laughs> they have to circumvent the city. Come up. That's the, another. Take come up, up from the flanks. I would love nothing more than to get rid of all eighteen wheeler trucks on the major freeways. Well, that's definitely not happening. It and should. What's happening there? You just pretty soon there won't be any drivers in them anymore. Well, they, I'm okay with that. Actually, okay, yeah, yeah. I'm totally. I'm, I've never seen one. I've never seen one of the 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 unmanned uh, eighteen wheelers on on roads and highways. But there's plenty of videos of them. They're out there already. They're go- they're going to manufacture the the Tesla big rig here. That's that's one of the things that they're manufacturing yeah. here. Mm-hmm. Get you one. Well, well, I'll be damned. You know what I like is that I'm I'm actually glad we're touching on this. You've seen all the commercials recently for the new Hummer EV? Yeah. That thing is tight. Mm. 
I think it's very tight. The only Hummer I like is the old school tanks. I was a big, I was a big, can you, is this surprising? I was a big Hummer guy. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you that, were a big like H2 guy? H2 guy, oh, yes. No. I mean, I lo- I, I loved the classic Hummers as well. Uh-huh. The, those were, the I definitely had a soft spot for those. But you would have purchased. But of course, I, I loved, I loved the H2. <laughs> Absolutely. You could See, fit, Phil, you could fit 28 inch rims on an H2. You, you, <laughs> what about the H3? So the now, H- that's a terrible. Vehicle. So the, I, I, I agree with you now, but you were in on the H3, but I was in on the H3 because it was a potential uh, car that I, I could see like, Oh, maybe I can, maybe I can talk my parents can into you getting me an, an H3 yourself. Look, in this. You couldn't, you couldn't do 32s on anything but an H2. And that's what that's, you know, you know what I mean? Like. This was only happening on an on a Hummer H two. This is that Houston. This is that Houston swag. Yes. Yeah. Um. Wow. I mean, come on. You tell me that's not tight. Wow. I'd love to see it, dude. Yeah. So, but that the new Hummer H H EV. The reason I like that is because um, it's a hundred grand. Well, because I like the back wheels tilting. Yeah. yeah. And making it move like as a as a friend called it, it moves like the warthog in Halo. And I don't know if you ever played Halo, but uh, no, that it's basically it looks it kind of looks like one, and that's how it drives too with those back wheels doing all sorts of crazy shit. Um, crab walk is what they call that. The crab walk, mm-hmm. yeah. It's very I don't know. It's just it's very futuristic. So I'm just you know that's. You're in on the one, future. One of those one of those drones comes flying right. overhead and drops the refrigerator, and you just let those back wheels kick uh-huh, in yeah. and warthog your way out. You know, yeah. uh, crab crab walk your way out from under it. Mm-hmm. Boom! You're you're safe from the from the dropped refrigerator. You're part of the problem, Barry. <laughs> you're going to be the guy that has like all the the Tesla equipment hanging off his house with with drones overhead, hovering constantly, <laughs> delivering shit. And you'll have one of the, <laughs> you'll be on one of those one wheel segways. Mm. You seen these guys? Well, I just want like, let me just get segway wheels just like implanted, implanted into my yeah. into my feet. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Speaking of of off road vehicles, though, it, I'm sure you're 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 aware of these of these land, new Land Rover Defenders. They now those I'm into. Okay, apparently you cannot get them. Really. They're just very hard to get. Uh-huh. Long wait list. People are paying well over retail. And I have discovered recently, you know, I'm in Clarksville uh, a, couple ta- a couple times a week. They're everywhere. Around Austin. The reason that you can't get one is because all of the rich folks in Austin already have them. That's correct. Uh, so I pulled up behind Look at that one. this one, which I can only – the, the other ones that I've seen were not, were not like this. Uh-huh. This was like the full-on – this dude walked into the Land Rover dealership. And said I, the the one that you're using in all the marketing materials. That's the one I want. Where it's like you know starting at ninety seven thousand dollars, but this one is like a hundred and fifty seven. Yeah, I want the one that's one fifty seven. Um, so if you're watching on youtubecom media, then uh, you can see this up on our screens. If not, I'll I'll, I'll have to drop this on the uh, on the Instagram account. Um, but this one was like this beautiful olive uh, olive safari green. Had the big white ceramic looking wheels and the whole it, the ladder the gearbox over on the side, um, the 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 roof thing for all your your fly fishing rods I guess or whatever. That's else a pop up um, sleeper. Is that what that is? Yeah. See, 
You could you could live in that. See, thing. You, you, this is all about function, is what you're saying. Yes, this is because you're outdoorsy and you like to go into the wilderness. It's not because you're flexing on all the city folk. Let me with tell the, you with, with the hottest with the hottest whip in the game. He's not outdoorsy, this guy. <laughs> so I did. I pulled up next to this guy and I got a good look at him. And I, there, there's Texas plates. So, but if the t- if the plates hadn't been Texas plates, I would have thought that this was David Letterman. Oh, is Letterman a big defender guy? No, but oh, I, the beard. But he looked like. Mountain man, fly mm-hmm. fisherman, David Letterman. He was he had like on like wireframe glasses and like kind of like a bushy white beard. Huh. And I, I you know, good for him. Maybe he is outdoorsy. I, I I don't know. I can assure you this: he's more outdoorsy than your boy, me. Than you, yeah, yeah. I mean, let, we got to give him a little bit of credit. He's probably more outdoorsy than the guy buying the Hummer H E V. Uh huh. You, <laughs> me. <laughs> no, but I mean, pound for pound, you know, I'm taking, I'm definitely taking this. That's a hell well, of a car. I don't know. These are a hundred thousand, right? They can get up to that. They can get up to yeah. that. That one with all that stuff is probably a hundred, right? Probably got to be. Yeah. I mean, this thing is. That's beautiful. It's a force, but it was it was very dope. So I, I I'm not in the I'm not in the practice of of snapping photos of cars on the street, but I I had to I had to shoot that I had to flick that one up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't forget that John Mayer was the f- first time I ever saw the Defender was his. They did that ad campaign with him. Oh. They gave him one to go camping in, or, or assuming that that's what was going on. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, now I'm even more into it. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but before we jump into to, to shoes and, and performance stuff here, I did I did have to throw these up on the screen. Oh, 20, 2020's shoe of the year as voted by the cool kids. You've already had those. I had those, yeah, yeah. But I, I, I busted these out for the first time because we've got this awful, humid spring weather here in in April. But it's just, I, I, you probably don't have to deal with this, but I've, we've got the massive oak tree in the back. Yeah, it's just nothing but oak pollen. Yeah, as far as the eye can see. Yeah, it's just a storm of oak pollen and all these little silk inchworm things uh-huh. hanging off. I can't walk outside. I can't throw the dogs a ball without coming back in with like three little inchworms inching around on my t-shirt. <laughs> I'm like finding them in my hats and my shoes. Like, oh, here's another fucking inchworm. Do you have allergies with the uh, pollen? You don't sound like it. No, the the this this particular <laughs> round of oak does not seem to be getting to me. I, I have no idea what actually gets to me. I don't know if it's mold or, or cedar or mm-hmm. what. Mm-hmm. I just, you know, I think people just make that shit up. They're like, oh, it's the mold that gets me. Uh, it, for me, I think it is pollen. If it's windy, that's yeah. if it's blowing around. I, I feel like a, I'm sensitive to all of it, but it, but the all this oak pollen do, doesn't seem to have have yeah. have flared have riled me up or, or flared Good. up my my gins, my aller, my G's, my allergies. Mm-hmm. Um. Okay, uh, so I want to talk about uh, Nike and then this uh, this this unnamed brand that I, that I haven't said out loud yet. But first, let's take a quick break and hear from a sponsor. Phil, I am uh, I'm very very excited about this because I'm about to get in some hot new product from Ballsy Brand, and uh, let's just intro the brand with their most useful product. Producer Randy was just telling us about this thing. It's the uh, it's the ball guard ball deodorant, I think, or maybe oh. it was the liquid power powder. There's all sorts of great looking products on Ballsy Brand's website. Um, you can you you can just sign up for a bundle. You can get all kitted out with with pretty much anything. Oh, it's the ball guard, the ball guard liquid powder. I see. Just helps you keep you this humidity. I swear, it's more humid this year than it ever has been. Mm-hmm. 
I, maybe it's because my Ecobee like registers the humidity and it's just constantly telling me that it's too humid in the house. Maybe that's why I'm so sensitive. But that, but you know, look, if you're, if, if, if you're a man, most of you listening are, you, you know how the humidity can get to you. That's where the ball guard liquid powder comes in. It's like a nice little, you know, refreshing, cool, dry, keeps everything nice and functional down there. There's also all sorts of other, you know, good stuff. There's liquid courage, body wash. There's the good head shampoo, there's the um that the, there there's stuff for face. There's hair. There's bundles. You can you can everything. Get it, you can get it all taken care of with Ballsy. Um, check it all out. The code is washed twenty for twenty percent off your entire purchase. And um, you know this is that it, it all smells great. You love your balls, right? So you should be taking care better care of them. And Ballsy, they've got your sack. Not only does Ballsy make Ball Guard the best ball deodorant ever, but they have, like I said, the full line of male hygiene products from cleansers to freshening sprays, balms, and cologne. Great scents like ocean and air, cedar and citrus. Just straightforward stuff for dudes. Go check them out. It's ballsybrand.com, and the code is WASHED20 for 20% off your purchase. Uh, okay, Phil, mm-hmm. I, I, I'm trying to decide which which way I should... Which, should uh, should tackle this conversation. So okay. I'm actually going to start I'm trying to decide if I should flip it or not. Should I flip it? Should I flip it and reverse it? Sure. Let's flip it and reverse it. Okay. Just like Missy Elliott. Okay. The other day I was leaving Equinox here in Austin. It's on South Congress. And Laura had been wanting some new, uh, has been thinking about like like a more lifestyle pair of Nikes. Yeah. And I just I, I left, and I thought to myself, I was like, "Is there anywhere I can I can check out on South Congress right right just right now? Stop stop through real quick, mm-hmm. uh, and 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 peep some Nikes or some like cool athletic shoes." And I thought about, it and there's there really there's not a spot like that uh, mm-hmm. there. It's it's boutiques and vintage, and yeah. you've got the Allbirds there, but that's not what I was looking for. Lulu. Now you've got Lulu, but I don't know if they're carrying any shoes. Um, and I decided, and I, and, and I was specifically kind of thinking about Nike anyway. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, there, there's really not, I, I guess I would, <clears throat> you know, you could go up to Dick's Sporting Goods at the, at the domain or, or one of the big box stores, Nordstrom Academy, mm-hmm. stuff like that to look around. But, but none of these places are, are where you would actually find any, probably any like hot product anyway. Right. You know, that's just a, that's a tough scene yeah. in Austin to find. Yesterday. I'm leaving Equinox again. I'm cruising down South, cruising down South Congress. There's constantly stuff. There, there's so many new things going up, and almost everything has retail space in the bottom. Yeah. Whether it's residential or business uh, office space on top. And lo and behold, Phil, <laughs> there, gleaming, over to my left, like a mirage, like a mirage, was a gigantic swoosh. Yeah. We're getting a Nike store. You couldn't be more thrilled. Phil, this is this is huge for me. <laughs> this is huge. Not even Houston ever got a Nike store. They really? never they, Houston doesn't even have a Nike flagship like this. Like this is this is reserved for I, I mean, like think about all the times that we've spent in in, in New York, like going down to yeah. twenty one Mercer or like mm-hmm. the 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 Nike towns there with like five floors and like yeah all the shit that you see on the website and would love to be able to see in person, but nobody ever has that stuff. Right. I think we're going to be able to see it. That's incredible. Does it look like it's going to be that big? It's not five stories. Yeah. No, but it does look very, very large. Mm-hmm. And now I'm I'm probably 
putting the horse before the cart here. I'm putting the cart before the horse. <laughs> uh, the horse does go before the cart. That's correct. I'm putting the cart before the horse here. But, um, <laughs> you know, it, it it's possible that this is some, like, offshoot. That this is going to be, like, mainly running-focused or mainly yeah. performance-focused. And they won't carry much of the lifestyle gear. I have no idea yet. But, of course, I'm already getting, like, amped up. Like, oh, does this mean we're going to be able to get, like... When sneakers does the the city pass, yeah, where it's like you can you can reserve at your at the Nike store, and that's like totally re- that's Chicago, New York, L.A. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, are they th- are they are, are we going to get the bone thrown to us? Maybe it's possible. That I'm would not, be incredible. I'm not ruling it out. At the very least, even if this is not like a sneakers pass store where you can go grab Jordans or whatever, like I do hope that they they carry. A bunch of Nike's cooler product, that, right? You know what I mean, mm-hmm. like the the tech fleece and the sport and the Nike sportswear and maybe some Nike SB. Like, I really do hope that this is an awesome Nike store because one, I think it would be super super successful here. Mm-hmm. There's no reason it it wouldn't be that you know all those all outdoor voices and Lulu like yeah those stores crush it mm-hmm. in Austin in general and and there's nothing else like that on South Congress, right? So it was just really crazy that I I was literally thinking about Nike being on South Congress. And it's like I manifested it overnight. <laughs> and you haven't searched for this? Do they not have any press on what it's going to be? Honestly, I've not. I, I I have not Googled it yet. Okay, uh, but I had. I certainly had had not heard that this was coming. Um, and just go. I just Googled like Nike store in Austin, and nothing. Nothing. Absolutely nothing. I hope it's not a pop up. No, it it's be? not a pop up. It's right. definitely not a pop up. The so the only thing that is semi concerning right now. You think about those stores that I mentioned, like in New York, they're very like you know glass heavy, very like black and white, like you know they feel sleek. Yeah. In a way, the initial facade <clears throat> for this Nike store almost has like a like a '90s vibe, like it's a little bit more brick, a little bit more blue, red, and orange. Maybe that's just because they need that they they're they're fitting in with the surroundings, right? Yeah. Like that would make sense for them to kind of cater to to the area. Maybe it means we're gonna maybe it'll get a lot of ACG. I'd be down with that too. Like focus on like trail and hiking and and that their their outdoor brand. Um, but all in all, very excited. I'm pumped for this. Uh, hopefully, it doesn't let me down terribly. Man, that's bad news for the retailers, the small small guys that carry Nike. Well, and 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 so that that's where I'll, that's what I'll use to segue here because I touched on this with Clayton, our guest last week, about how Nike is 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 there are plenty of news articles about how Nike is pulling out of a lot of retailers. Now this is it's mostly the mom and pop sh- stores. It's mostly the places where they like didn't feel like their brand was being positioned well enough. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because they're still they're not leaving Nordstrom, for example. Yeah. Right, but the, the, them establishing it, 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 there has been a lot made about how Nike is really, really focusing on their direct to consumer business. So it would actually make sense. I bet that there are other cities that have yeah. never had Nike stores that are right. probably getting them. Like I bet this is an initiative to continue building that direct to consumer relationship. Yeah, by Nike, mm-hmm. and 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 I mean. The, the Nike stock prices continue to soar as they've continued to, to kind of foster that side of the business. So it's possible that they do pull out of more and more retailers, even their bigger partnerships and, and fancier stores that, that sell the product well and, and position and market it well. 
Um, and uh, all that got me thinking about a brand that is kind of doing the opposite. They're definitely not focusing on the direct-to-consumer business. They seem to distinctly be, be very, very focused on being in literally every retailer that exists. Right. And I'm talking about On, the brand On, or full name, I guess, is On Running. Yeah. Here's what I know about it. One, it's everywhere. Mm-hmm. Two, it's it's from Switzerland. It's a Swiss brand. That's it. And that's it. <laughs> but it, it, they have pulled off an all-out blitz that seems to have occurred in the past 10 months where they, they are in front of my face at every single juncture. And so I have a little list of like all the all the various stores that I'm seeing them in. They're in running shoe stores. So you, you stop by the Loop or Fleet Feet or mm-hmm. or your local city's like little like specialty running shop. Yeah. You're going to find On in there. They're very – and just to talk a little bit about the shoes, when I've handled them a few times – and I, again, I, this is – I did mention I was hoping to have a pair here today. I ordered a pair. I found some like with a with a with like a with a credit with a discount code on yeah. on a, on a, on a luxury ecom site. It was matches fashion. And I was like, okay, I, your your marketing is working. Like I I need to see a pair of these in yeah. person. But they're very lightweight. Uh-huh. The laces are really thin and like almost like a almost like a Solomon vibe, mm-hmm. which makes sense because I think Solomon is is Nordic as well. Mm-hmm. You know, sure. ski brand. I think that I think I have that right. Uh, so they're at your local running, running specialty store. They're at big department stores like Nordstrom. Mm -hmm. They are at online shoe giants like Zappos or Roadrunner Sports. They're in the outdoor spaces like St. Bernard Sports and Huckberry. They are in the trendy women's workout shops like Bandier. Uh, and, and, and to that note, they are in lots of the, you go to Lulu's website, Lululemon's website. A lot of the models wearing on shoes. Uh, and then they are on all of the designer e-com platforms as well. They're on Essence. They're on Matches Fashion. They're on Forward slash Revolve. They're on Mr. Porter. So they, they are constantly in your face. Pretty much anywhere that you end up shopping online and almost anywhere that you end up shopping in person, there's some on-running performance <laughs> shoes right there before you. So how how did they pull this off? And that's that's the other weird thing is like I, I told you I could I can say two things about them. It's a Swiss brand. It's a performance running brand. I can't find anything else about uh, online about them. And I I thought that when I tried to dig a little deeper into this, I was going to find like, oh well, they're backed by this VC firm, or oh it was co-founded by this guy who used to be the head of wholesale for Adidas or mm-hmm. something. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I expected them to have like some big you know, cornerstone, some big connection that allowed them to to pull this off. Because it's not easy. I, I mean, w- you did sales for a brand. Mm-hmm. You don't just get to walk into the Nordstrom offices and be like, we want Nordstrom to carry us. <laughs> We're in every other store. Hope hey, you don't mind. Hey, Mr. Porter, um, would you, would, do you mind carrying us? Yeah. Thanks. Great. Thanks a lot. They have to be doing just incredible it margins. It doesn't go like that. There has to be just incredible margins. So, like, so for, for them to be able to pull this off, like, you know, it's be it. They, they are either offering like a crazy margin, or they have an unbelievable sales team, or they, they are able to. 
It's also possible that they have developed like a very, very cult following. And all of those people have been basically asking for this brand to be, you know, but that, that doesn't, I don't know who, who writes into essence or, or yeah. revolve. And it's like, you guys should carry on running. <laughs> They're also, you can, you cause it, because again, it's not like these were hard to find. They are hard to get. They are featured on some of the homeless population here in Austin too. Is that right? I had to boot a guy the other day from Tom's. He had on a fresh pair of on running <laughs> shoes. And what? what a glowing, um, you know, sentiment, uh, wait, recommendation, I guess. What, what a great review for these because the guy walks, I've seen him all over town, from 71 <laughs> to Barton Springs to Riverside, mm-hmm. and uh, he's always got on his own running shoes. Okay. Maybe and somebody gifted him a pair. For sure. Yeah. But they're getting him where he needs to go. First time I ever heard about On was from a retailer of ours back in the day, Mountain High Outfitters. Okay. Their owner was wearing some at the trade show. Yep, yep. And couldn't stop talking about them. Right. They carried them, and that was – See, so so th- th- that's that almost factors into what I'm <clears throat> saying. The people that yeah. had On running shoes are, are very vocal about about them. People do really like them that own them. Mm-hmm. So, so that – the. You know, maybe these retailers all wanted a piece of this growing business. They don't seem like they would last to me with the yeah with the how... holes through this. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I feel like you'd get a year out of them, maybe. Yeah, if you're really running. Yeah. Well, it, it, to to speak to that to that end, a couple weekends ago, I was doing a little you know, little garden center shopping. Had to stop by Home Depot and Lowe's. Were you dressing? <laughs> you know it. <laughs> If you're going to both those places, I mean, yeah, was, you, yeah, I had to. Look I, I curated a, a whole fit. I'm sure for, you the, did. for this thing, for this little outing. Um, no, but jokes aside, I saw <laughs> probably 20 pairs of these yeah. between between the two garden centers, mm-hmm. and so it's it again, it's 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 interesting because that even though like they're in my face at places you know that are carrying Gucci and whatever and like. Aleks and like whatever else, like all these yeah. obscure and designer and fashiony brands, they've clearly made their way into the mainstream as well. They're they're all over Home Depot. They're at trade shows in the South. Like mm-hmm. they're so it's it's just been. It feels like it's happened really quickly. It probably has taken more time than I'm giving it credit for, but this brand is absolutely everywhere, and it it <clears throat> drilled itself into my head su- such that I said, okay. Let's Fine. let's see what this is about. What do they retail at? Uh, anywhere between like a hundred and a hundred and fifty bucks, I think. Not bad. I mean, yeah, they're they're right. I I think that they, you can spend what you want, pretty much. I think that there's uh, there's a range. Yeah. Just just like with a lot of their running mm-hmm. shoes. Like, they, yeah. So I'm, I pulled up one. The the Cloud Ultra goes for one eighty. Okay. But um. A regular cloud looks like goes for one thirty, so maybe I had it a little bit low. Maybe it's more like one thirty to one eighty. Okay. Yeah. Um. But 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 yeah. So I'll I'll have a. I'll have a review next week for you. I can't wait. What uh, are you getting rid of? To bring these in. So. I'm actually not get. I'm not getting rid of anything. <clears throat> I, I, I I've been having this. I I don't. After last summer was kind of. You know, 
last summer was the height of the of the pandy. We were really, you know, pretty much shut in, really not doing anything, very few outings, and I just wore hydro mock. I just wore those Merrill hydro mocks all summer. Yeah. So it, it feels like it's been a while since I had to like get like my summer fits on. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I don't know what sh- I don't know what shoes I'm gonna. I, f- I feel like being in this year. Yeah. And so I'm, I, you know, I'm kind of a spinning top in that way. But are you gonna run in these? So I, I so I specifically chose. Let me pull up. Let me pull up the pair that I chose. Uh, what are you? If you were gonna go run right now, what are you wearing? So I, I have a pair of New Balance Beacon Ultra Foam something or other. It's like a pretty lightweight mm-hmm. but cushioned neutral running shoe. But I, I've not been. I've not been running. And I probably need a new pair of running shoes. So I would I would go back to really I need to go back to the loop and um and get fitted for a new pair. Mm-hmm. Uh so I went with the Cloud X, the on Cloud X trainer. And I like the way these look a lot. And I, I actually think that 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 my intention for them, if I like the way that they fit and I like that the way the way the way that they feel, is to have them as like an alternate like shoe for the gym. Yeah, like any like maybe a hit class, maybe um, maybe on days when I'm, I know I'm not going to be trying to like do a bunch of squats or or any type of heavy lifting, right? Power you know, because I think they're going to be they're they're I'm sure they're far too cushioned and and minimal for <clears throat> for that type of stuff. But Man, he went with the all white. Very rare. Very yes, yes. But the the black laces and the black lining and a little bit of the black trim kind of sold me on these. I love those, and I like uh, you know f- for a gym shoe, I'm kind of into the kind of into the white. Yeah, that's I don't great. Know. It feels very summery. So I don't know. I just I, you those know those are nice. We'll see. They, it kind of an impulse purchase a little bit, but I but I'm telling you, man, I just I. You see something four thousand times, and it—I really wish you had them. I want to feel those. Yeah, well, I'll, I'll bring them back. I'll All bring right. them back next week, and we'll we'll give them a feel. Because I'm—I want to give Hoka—is that how you say it? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, I, mm-hmm. I want to give them just a try. Yeah, and you have to go to like Fleet Feet or something, right, to get fitted on those or to. Ch- that what what it's the one it's the one on Fifth Street that carries them. What is that feet. Rogue? Oh, Fleet so. Feet might carry them too. I've not been I just to want to try them. I feel like um, I've hated them for so long. But yeah, lo- the loop does not carry them, right? Right. I don't think. I think it's one of those things where like they want to, but the other the two other shops have them, yeah. and so they they can't do it. They 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 won't let them carry them or whatever. I've been seeing some of the Nike, like the higher end Nike running shoes, that are they've got the huge toe box. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yep. Yep. Those are intriguing as well because I have a very narrow foot and Nike tends to hug my feet very nicely. Yeah, yeah, through the through like your your, your arch and yes. and heel and all that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Well, Loop does carry Nike, so you can go test them out there. Okay. But but one of the other ones definitely carries Hoka, and you can, you know, they'll let you do the whole run around in them and yeah and whatnot. So, um, yeah. Anyway, I just a brand that I've been burning on. Finally copped and just had to mention them. And, and, and if anybody has any further information about how or why they did this, not why, but how. <laughs> why? Why did you start a business? 
<laughs> Why do you want to be successful? Uh, no, but I'm just, again, like I, I, I thought I was going to be able to find like, you know, some article on like Business Insider or Wired or Business of Fashion or GQ yeah. or Esquire or something about this brand. And there's, there's not much out there, but they are everywhere. So um, what else we got on the docket for today? Oh, there's uh, I'm 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 just calling this segment. This is just Jared Leto in purple Gucci, <laughs> because with a purse, you you care you you brought this to my attention that that he was he was flexing on us at the Screen Actors Guild Awards in a delightful purple number with a tie around the neck and what looks to be a seashell. Mm-hmm. Uh, clutch, I would call it. This is do you, do you think that now? How do you think this works? There's an outfit like this: sheer lavender shirt, double-breasted, uh, hot hot purple blazer. What is Siri is picking up everything you're saying. Of a, a flared high-waisted trouser, a necktie, right? All of these things. Like. Do Jared and Harry just have to play rock paper scissors for this, or he's the or real, what? the real Gucci guy, in my opinion. Okay, more so than Harry. Yeah, because I I feel like Harry Styles saw this and probably texted Alessandro. Yeah, said what the and fuck? was like, what the fuck? Yeah, that's that's, <laughs> that's all my me, purse. That's, that's all me, bro. My clutch. My clutch. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, man. There's certainly nobody better at, at rocking ombre hair than the balayage than uh, than Jared Leto. He looks great. I think the whole thing's right, aside from the clutch. That's kind of ridiculous, but that's just part of it. He also looks to have bounced back from from like his whole like he looks healthy right now. Yeah, he was looking kind of gaultish for a while, <laughs> and then like too too frail. Well, he takes on these roles. I where know. They, I know. They he just does suck the life out of him. Well, so. <clears throat> this is this is the back half of our of our Jared Leto and purple Gucci conversation because. Uh, he's also in purple Gucci on the set of what I'm just calling the Gucci movie, House yeah. of, House of Gucci. That's what it is. Yeah. The uh, the Adam Driver Lady Gaga film. He's also in, and he's unrecognizable here. He has has literally had the life sucked out of him because he's playing an old man, <laughs> and he's also wearing purple Gucci. In in this case, it looks to be a corduroy suit with a, a weight suit on too. With right there. Y- yeah, yeah, which. Golf clap for Jared Leto for not just gaining all the weight. Yeah, stop that, dude. Just, just That's wear no the good. wear the prosthetics, man. Stop, stop hurting your body like that. But just even more excited for this movie. Yeah, as as these images continue to get released, hit the one where it says "bearded Jared Leto" to the left. Yeah. <laughs> See, that's a look. Yeah. Oh yeah, sure is. Kind of looks like the Unabomber in that one. Uh huh. Yeah. Um, so yeah, quite a few, quite a few stuff pops up if you, with, with Jared Leto, purple Gucci, he likes his purple Gucci, man. Yeah. He but looks yeah. good. What do you, th- this is the, the Screen Actors Guild Award that he was just, th- there was no show for this, right? He, I don't he, think so. He basically just like did his own little catwalk and uh-huh. wherever this is. Yeah. Look at, look at him flaunt this. Looks great. You know? See, I love those pants. It's just so much of a bell bottom, right? Like you could never pull that off. It would be difficult. Yes. Yeah, it's very directional, very editorial. 
Not something you're going to see a lot of in real I life. I could see Randy in something like that, though. <laughs> he could pull that off. I, I mean, Randy likes boots. He and, does. And, and flared bottoms do go well with boots. Mm-hmm. Randy could definitely get some content off with, with flared mm-hmm. boot-cut trousers, I feel like. And a clutch. I don't know about the clutch. No clutch? Yeah. I'm, he could um, have his audio equipment in there. <laughs> that's true. A little uh, mini... Uh, Mini podcast recorder. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Okay. What else do we have today? Anything else that I wanted to touch on? Well, it's Masters Week. The Masters start tomorrow. Can't wait. Um, is that the par three is tomorrow? Par three is today. It's today? Yeah. It's Wednesday, man. Fuck. Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. It's a four-day tournament. Hmm. That's how these things work. Everybody's talking about the, the golf renaissance. We touched on this. A few months ago with brands like Random Golf Club, and we, we spoke to Malbon specifically. Yeah. Um, uh, uh so so Clayton in his Spreza newsletter from last week, he just did, he did his whole, his newsletter this week was all about, you know, the renaissance in, in golf attire. Uh, and so Bogey Boys is Macklemore's one, which almost has like a cricket feel, but like even more vintage with- Bogey Boys. Bogey Boys. I like that. Yeah. Have you seen some of this stuff? No. Oh, I'm going to pull Great this Great name. Um, and so, and then one that I did want to touch on specifically, and just to kind of, to talk about, see, like here, here's, I got bogey boys up. That's big, cool. Big collars. Kind of. That's great. Pinstripes. It's like bowling meets golf. <laughs> yeah. There's this cardigan that they did kind of like a baby Carolina blue cardigan. Um, I love that with the sta- the chain stitching. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and then. Another one that I wanted to touch on, and 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 here's how crazy this has gotten. I discovered this brand, and I included one of these pieces in in one of our Patreon editorials. But I discovered this brand on on Notre, 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 Notre. I know. <laughs> I've been calling it Notre since I shopped this, but I think it's actually Notre. Whatever. Anyway, Notre. Notre. I, I don't know. Anyway, it, it, it's based out of Chicago, which makes sense since Notre is is a sh- Chicago based shop. But like. This is how I discovered this Wim Golf brand is because a little small designer luxury boutique is is mm-hmm. suddenly carrying it. But uh, I, I think this one, even more than Malbon, speaks to how this is trickling down into just wear, wearable items. Like this is just a this is a, a nylon sport short. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? You don't have to. You, there's no reason that you could have to golf in this. And how, how about these front cargo trousers? Now that's what I'm golfing in. See, like the, I think these are awesome. Yeah, uh, and look at the Solomons. Hell yeah, those look good. Yeah, and see, so, that's what I need. I need to, I need some of those. So, this and then this also was making me think. There's a between Bogey Boys and then like Wim Golf. There's a Todd Snyder Foot Joy coming out as well. Let's see if we can find some stuff about this. And I just. Here's so here's my question to you with all this with 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 all this kind of golf like lifestyle stuff coming into play. Let me see if I can find like a picture of what these are probably going to look like. Cuz my question is and and obviously Nike has has been kind of a part of this as well. Um they're doing a lot of cool golf stuff as you know. There's there's plenty on the website. There's obviously a ton of cool Jordan golf sneakers. There's the Nike all, all sorts of Air, Air Maxes that are becoming golf shoes and you know, with Brooks Kepka wearing the off-whites on the golf course. Anyway, which, which direction? Because it, it kind of split. 
you have like your your more modern, almost like streetwear vibes with like Nike and Malbon and Wim. But then you have like Bogey Boys and Todd Snyder and Foot Joy and, and some of the other stuff that's kind of in pushing into the the vintage aspect. Yeah. So do you are are you are you you know put those on the scale for me? Are you preferring one or the other? I would prefer vintage. You like the vintage. Yeah. Okay. I think I like the I like and I like the sportier. Yeah. Like I like the See, that's why we work. That's yeah. Totally. You know. Look at us. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, but uh, I, you know, because I want to be—I don't know—I like the idea of my golf attire working for other sports, yeah, basically, yeah. or for other out activities. Mm-hmm. That's and, why I like—I think cricket's great because it is a vintage vibe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cricket fits in, you mm-hmm. know, right along with this, like Bogey Boys and the the Todd Snyder Foot Joy capsule stuff. So, you know, and there's obviously a, there's a blend too. I think Nike blends it well. Some of this other, some of this stuff that I'm seeing here on this flat lay kind of feel feels a little vintage, a little modern. I think Malbon's done some of those knit polos that you like. I, so. I just hope that we we've seen the end, the death of the oversized golf attire. Oh, I think that's way gone. Yeah, good. I, I was I, I was watching. That's why I never owned a golf shirt. I was watching. Yeah, right, right. I mean, I, the, I have some ones from the last, I would say, five years that are not. You know, they they don't come down to my elbows. Yeah, but they they still allow for a range of movement. But but I think Nike especially started trimming up their golf mm-hmm. their golf shirts, and I think others kind of followed suit. And as as guys like Roy McIlroy and Tiger Woods were like, "Hey, we you know we've got muscles now." Like Kepka, let Kepka like let's show these bad boys off. <laughs> Everything kind of kind of tightened up a little bit. So much so that you know, as things go, I was watching Spieth on Sunday, Jordan yeah. Spieth, and I was like. These trousers, they're too tight. <laughs> um, Obviously not. He won. Which so. I which I just think is is kind of a perfect encapsulation. It's just really funny, right? Because like for years and years and years, we're like, God, what is up with these giant trousers and these giant golf shirts? And so, of course, now, like the guys on tour, I'm like, mm, maybe just loosen it up a little bit. Like, of course, they've... As we've started swinging the other way, golf like reach is reaching the peak of, of well, super slim fits on on the on the on the players and another thing that can go away is the white belt. Yeah, that's yeah. got to go. That's a relic that seems to have have far outlasted. It's uh last thing I'm going to say on its this. status as a as a good as a good golf trend. I love going to like the Dell Mash Player, the Houston Open, and seeing the guys that look like they have come dressed to walk to out of the course and play. Yeah. What the fuck is that? <laughs> They're wearing golf shoes, like with, with, with spikes. Why would you do that? You're still walking a course. They're not comfortable. Wear running shoes if you have to. If you just must be in golf attire, the running shoe is so much more comfortable than a golf shoe typically. Golf shoes are yeah. rigid. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's I, it. I, that's I'm, all yeah. I have, Barrett. That's it. What? But what about a? Are, are you also salting the guys wearing golf polos out there? No, that's okay, fine. That's it. That's I'm it. talking about the guy that looks like he want. He's just itching to jump over that rope. Yeah. and take a swing. You know what I think? A, a, a piece of that. I don't know. I don't understand the golf shoes thing either. That seems a step too far. But do you? Do you ever? Is there ever a week or a weekend where you have a stronger desire to play golf than Masters Week? Yeah, because I want to sit at home and watch it. 
Why no? But doesn't it? But like the week it makes after you, the, yeah, you're the like, week after the Masters, got to get back out there. Right? Get back out there. Oh man, I got to yeah. get back out there. Work on that swing. We got yeah. yeah. I'm gonna do some lessons this year. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> when is the last golf lesson you had? Oh, decades. Uh-huh. But I do. But I do really want some. I'd yeah. love to get some golf lessons. Yeah. I feel like I'm close, Phil. I'm close. I just need a little swing. I need to. I just need a little coaching. Right. You know You'll what I mean? Out there in no time. You always play best when you're by yourself, and then nobody believes you. That's that's definitely true. That's the thing. Yeah. Uh, but I I do. I mean, you that's know. That's why I video all my rounds. <laughs> just a full go- GoPro. Yeah. That's see. This is where you need the drone. Shot for shot. You can just have a drone oh, yeah. following you, recording the whole thing. There you go. Then you get to look at your swing too. Uh huh. Analyze. Really every analyze it and work swing. on it. Yeah. But yeah, no. I mean, the Masters always kind of geeks me up to get back out there a little mm-hmm. bit. And it helps that I just that I did play a couple weeks ago, maybe three now, and I want to I want to keep the I want to keep it going, you know. You played well. Plus, I played okay for not having played in a year. Yeah, yeah. Solid contact. Oh yeah, that's all I asked for. Yeah, even had a few nice drafts. Ooh, tell you what, but uh, but all, all this all this hot new gear, it, it gets me even more amped up. Yeah, I, I even now what I need is the clubs. That's key. I need some new clubs. <laughs> See, I bought new clubs. Yeah, yeah. And now I need to get the clubs cut down. That's Ooh. something I've never done, and I know it would help. Yes. Did you get fitted for clubs? No. I just bought them online. Okay. I want to do the whole thing. I want yeah. to get fitted. You want to get fitted for clubs and, and fitted. Yes. Yes. I want to come out there. Stunt. Stunt. Just, yeah. But I need the lessons, too. Yeah. Because I, if I come out there stunting, I got to break 100. Yeah. There's, there, I'm, be ideal. I, can't, I can't go 102 mm-hmm. with all with all new everything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But if anybody, but that's that would be very, it'd be very on brand for me to do mm-hmm. that. <laughs> brand new clubs, brand new kit. And just duffing one, it. 103. <laughs> do, you, do you drink when you're on the course? Oh, yes. You do. See, that's the problem. Well, no, maybe not no, for you. No, it's not. I get tired. I get sleepy out there when i start boozing that's why I, I reserve the back nine for a few beers okay so that is that is incidentally exactly what i did mm-hmm. this last round and i i i played far worse on the back nine i had a really mm-hmm. nice front nine actually but i attributed that less to the drinking of the beers and more to the fact that it had been a while like i said since i played 18 mm-hmm. and what always hits me that like that first round back is like it, it's it's an endurance sport a little bit too mm-hmm. like you're out there for f- five damn hours basically God, it's too long it is it's too so long. so by by like whole 13 14 if you're not in pra- if you're up. not in practice it yeah. is like you it's it's mental it's physical it's everything you start losing concentration you start losing focus you start getting more mm-hmm. annoyed about the you know duffing the chip and shanking the drive and all that so it's yeah you got to be. That's a, you I mean. You know, almost even more than the consistency of the swing. It's like the more you play, the more you get used to the the, the long haul. But no, I that I mean, golf is awesome because you get to drink while you while you do it. Mm-hmm. I like that's. I'm not going to say it's my favorite part, <laughs> <laughs> but I do. It's a. It is a great day activity. It is. Which and great day activities are almost unilaterally improved. By the consumption of a few cold beers. Correct. So I'll leave it at that. Okay. Very good. Um, everybody, thank you for listening. Do me a favor. 
people are starting to get back out there, you know? Yeah. Last weekend, I got to do a couple things. I did something Friday night and I did something Saturday. It was pretty glorious. I saw people that I hadn't seen in quite some time. I made some new friends. Um, and, and it just, it felt very good. So, uh, in, in, in place of, of pitching Patreon today, I would just ask that you just talk about the podcast. If the opportunity comes up with friends that you may have not seen in a while, maybe some new friends, maybe some people that you're, that you're reconnecting with, just, um, suggest the podcast for them. If you think they might like, uh, what, what we've been into the last few weeks. Um, I was actually just talking about the podcast and I feel like our last several episodes have really been. Uh, good ones for people that are new to the podcast. We've been less focused on like, um, you know, it's uh, we we've not done really long segments about very specific fashiony stuff. We've had some broader conversations about more just lifestyle and 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 kind of general general stuff that I think really works for for introing people to the podcast. So if you have an opportunity, share the podcast with your friends. Would greatly appreciate that. And um, thanks again for listening. Phil, any final words? Go get a vaccine. Get vaxxed up. Snatched, waxed, and vaxxed. (laughs) Um, (laughs) We'll be back next week. Bye-bye. See ya.